From the World Section of the New York Times, Young Saudis See Cushy Jobs Vanish Along with Nation's Oil Wealth, by Ben Hubbard. In pressed white robes and clutching crisp resumes, young Saudi men packed a massive hall at a university in the capital city this month to wait in long lines to pitch themselves to employers. It was one of three job fairs in Riyadh in two weeks, and the high attendance was fueled in part by fear among the younger generation of what a future of cheap oil will mean in a country where oil is everything. For decades, the royal family has used the kingdom's immense oil wealth to lavish benefits on its people, including free education and medical care, generous energy subsidies, and well-paid and often undemanding government jobs. No one paid taxes, and if political rights were not part of the equation, that was fine with most people. But the drop in oil prices to below $30 a barrel from more than $100 a barrel in June 2014 means that the old math no longer works. Low oil prices have knocked a chunk out of the government budget and now pose a threat to the unwritten social contract that has long underpinned life in the kingdom, the Arab world's largest economy and a key American ally. The shift is already echoing through the economy, with government projects delayed, spending limits imposed on ministries and high-level discussions about measures long considered impossible, like imposing taxes and selling shares of Saudi Aramco, the state-run oil giant that is estimated to be the world's most valuable company. The proposal announced Tuesday by the oil ministers of Saudi Arabia, Russia, Qatar, and Venezuela to freeze output levels is one attempt to stabilize world oil prices, but it remained uncertain how effective it would be if other countries like Iran and Iraq declined to follow suit. For younger Saudis, 70% of the population is under 30 the oil shock has meant a lowering of expectations as they face the likelihood that they will have to work harder than their parents, enjoy less job security, and receive fewer perks. For the older generation, it was easier, said Abdul Rahman Al-Khalifi, 20, during a break from his job at McDonald's. They'd get out of university and get a government job. Now you need an advanced degree. Of his generation, he said, The weight is on our necks. It is hard to overstate the importance of oil in the development of modern Saudi Arabia. In decades, it rocketed a poor, mostly rural country to affluence, with most of its 21 million citizens now living in cities festooned with skyscrapers and streets filled with SUVs. Oil wealth also allowed the ruling Al-Saud family to maintain its grip on power, wield clout abroad through checkbook diplomacy, and invest billions of dollars in promoting an austere interpretation of Islam around the world. The oil boom over the past decade helped all of this and was good for Saudis at home. Household incomes rose and the number of men and women pursuing higher education multiplied, but the fat years left the economy poorly structured, economists say. Ninety percent of government revenues are from oil. Seventy percent of working Saudis are employed by the government, and even the private sector remains heavily dependent on government spending. Nor did advances in education create a large professional class or inculcate a culture of hard work. Most of the country's engineers and healthcare workers are foreign, and many government employees vacate their offices mid-afternoon or earlier. 
But with oil revenues crashing and the numbers of young people reaching the workforce growing by the day, those jobs have become harder to get as the government cuts costs and pushes Saudis toward the private sector, where job security and salaries are lower on average. There is an issue with the sustainability of the economic model in Saudi Arabia, and the oil price can be seen as a wake-up call, said Fahad al-Turki, chief economist at Jadwa Investment in Riyadh. Saudi Arabia still has room to maneuver, he said, thanks to large cash reserves, low public debt, and lots of new infrastructure that can aid economic growth. The economic stresses come at a time of chaos in the Middle East and of generational change in the royal family. Spearheading economic policy is Prince Mohammed bin Salman, whose father, King Salman, passed over older and more experienced princes to put the 30-year-old in charge of many of the country's most important affairs, stirring private anger among some other royals.